have so much I want to talk about, but I have so little time. Hello, everyone. My name is Wanda. You're listening to Taking Back the Narrative. I appreciate you for listening. A year ago today, I started this podcast. I didn't quite have a name because, you know, I didn't know what I wanted to call it. But my first episode, I called Taking Back the Narrative. And the reason I called it Taking Back the Narrative because of Colin Kaepernick and his stand or kneeling for against police brutality. That narrative was changed. And uh, the president, of course, jumped in on it and talked about it being against our military, being against the flag, being against the country, which it was not. It was always, always about police brutality. And Colin Kaepernick said that loud and clear for everyone to hear. And everyone wanted to make it their own, what they wanted it to be. So I named my podcast after my first episode, Taking Back the Narrative. So today is my one year anniversary of Taking Back the Narrative. I am, I I think I've, I've done pretty good. I, I get a, a nice amount of people to listen. I appreciate you guys for listening to my podcast. Um, now, in keeping with part of my first episode, the president and his allies and his supporters uh, upset with Colin Kaepernick and anybody that kneeled with Colin Kaepernick uh, claiming that we were disrespecting the flag, disrespecting the military and disrespecting the country. Fast forward to the last few months, the last few weeks, actually <laughs> throughout this president's presidency, he's had some questionable things to say. He's been very disrespectful to our veterans. We just had a Veterans Day, and while the president was in France, he did. This was the hundred-year anniversary of our soldiers being lost, and the president didn't take the time to go to the cemetery, to the grave sites, to honor our fallen soldiers. He didn't do it at all. He had this excuse that it was raining and they couldn't get the helicopter to fly there but I believe there were other options but he didn't take any he just skipped it all together but there were other world leaders who were out for world uh, honoring the fallen soldiers from world world war one now Monday came and went and still the president didn't do anything to honor our veterans it was no no celebration for our veterans for a president to be angry with Colin Kaepernick for kneeling and saying it was disrespectful to our veterans and our military why is he not 
honoring them on Veterans Day. You would think that he would do more to show respect. The respect that he claimed we didn't have, he also. He well, he he has not shown his own respect. I respect our military. Colin Kaepernick respect our military. The president still has not gone to visit our active soldiers in combat. The military in Afghanistan, he has not gone since he's been in in office. He has not gone to visit them, the active duty soldiers. So he's skipping visiting uh, grave sites for our fallen soldiers. He has not visited veterans who are our military who are in active duty in Afghanistan. He has not gone. Um, He's using the military for political purposes. And I say that because, let me explain. Just before the midterm elections, Donald Trump talked about the caravan. This is all we heard. The caravan is coming. Brown people are coming from wherever they're coming from to the United States through Mexico so they can break into our country. What he said, invade our country. It's an invasion. But how could it be an invasion? How could you say it's an invasion when they are letting it be known? They're coming to seek asylum. And seeking asylum in the United States is something that is allowed. They can come to the border and they can seek asylum if they feel like their lives are in danger in danger in their own country. They can try to escape that and come to the United States. And the United States can say whether or not they will allow these people to come into the United States or not. So it's not an invasion. It's a total opposite of an invasion. Now, where the military comes in at, Donald Trump sent active military to the border, I believe 5,000 troops to the to protect the southern border. After the midterm elections were over, you didn't hear anything else about this caravan from Donald Trump. And yet, he sent our military to the border. They can't interact with any of the patriots from the caravan. They can't interact with them because they are, that they're not allowed, according to the law, they're not allowed to intervene or interfere. We already have border patrol there. But Donald Trump decided to send our active military members to the border around the holiday season. So instead of our our veterans being able to celebrate the holidays with their family, they were used in a political stunt at the border. And they are still actively at the border. But doing what? They put up Bob Wire and... and uh, just pretty much that's it. 
We also have veterans who are not receiving their GI payments that help with housing, that help with going back to school. They haven't been able to receive money to take care of themselves. We already have uh, the VA with a lot of issues. A lot of, of the um, the uh, put cabinet positions that are supposed to be filled to help support the VA are not filled. For someone who is so adamant about the military and and using the military for their political gain and to combat anybody doing anything and using the military's name to combat somebody else, you sure do a poor job of taking care of our veterans. There's too many veterans committing suicide every day, too many veterans just not being able to take care of themselves because they're not receiving the funds that they're supposed to be receiving. Homeless veterans, veterans with PTSD and, and uh, who have a lot of issues relating to coming back from all these different wars that they have been part of. So they can't even manage to get the GI Bill together to take care of our military but then they want to use the military to go to the border for election publicity public political stuff it's outrageous i'm un unhappy with the way that our military has been treated within this country they go to war and They go to fight for this country. And then when they come home, they're still fighting to survive. I want to tell a quick story or a quick truth. Years ago, decades, decades ago, African-American men were where they were allowed to be a part of the the military. They weren't able to be on the front line. They weren't able to be the representation of the United States, but they were allowed to do other things. And they still went out. They still fought for our country. But then when they came home, they were treated like third-class citizens. This is the way African-Americans were treated after fighting for our country. Fast forward to today. Our military is very diverse. After coming home from fighting for our country, we have a lot of homeless veterans Veterans suffering from PTSD, veterans committing suicide, just having a whole host of issues. Something needs to be done to protect our veterans when they come home after they've been gone, protecting us, making sure we are able to live. There needs to be a lot more psychiatrists available to talk to these veterans to assist these veterans with their transition back into society 
there needs to be more done to make sure veterans come home to a job, veterans come home to housing, veterans come home to proper medical attention. Our country is very much so dead set on using the military's name for political reasons. But they don't take care of our veterans the way our veterans should be taken care of. When our veterans took their time out of their lives to go and fight for our country to make sure we were free, to make sure we got the things we need. Hopefully, someone will fix that. This has been Taking Back the Narrative. I am Wanda once again. Thank you for listening and following me throughout this year. Taking Back the Narrative.